We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have the Lions transactions over the past week. We also break down realistic free agent targets. Does Everson Griffin fit the Detroit Lions scheme? And if we did sign him, where would he play? Find out on episode 117 of the Pride Podcast. Podcasts. Blue Wire. Touchdown, the Detroit Lions! Lakers turns, gives to Eckler. He tries to go up and up. Oh, oh, the Lions have got it! They took it away! Oh, how big is that? Looks, looks, lows, lows, deep middle. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 117 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by AG, and I am your host Tyler with my two co-hosts as usual, Malcolm and Pierre. How are you guys doing on this nice Monday night after another Tigers win, which they are now four games in a row? How are you guys doing? Woo! I am good. Let's get this thing started. Yeah, Pierre's a little tired. Okay. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we start, uh, Pierre, how, how are you good? Like, what made you What made you become good in this episode? What happened? <laughs> you got to listen to a little music, you know? <laughs> what, what, what music were you listening to is what we want to know. What Little Baby, what? come you on. Little Baby, okay. Just wanted the audience to know that you listen to Little Baby. Okay. Go, let's get the show started, Tyler. <laughs> I, I thought it was because his boy Dame Dowler went off the other day on Sunday. And, and that, and yeah. that, you know, he had to drop fifty-one on them on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> versus the Sixers. 
Yes, sir. But my Tigers, man, rolling right now. Malcolm has no teams playing NRL. So we talking about my, my team is the Nationals. They, oh my that's, god! Wait, that's the team that won last year, right? Yeah, they're actually they're actually struggling right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me um, I'm, I'm gonna switch. I'm, I'm about to jump ship to a different team. Oakland A's now. I just gotta see the schedule <laughs> and see how you know how it plays out and see what what team I'm gonna jump ship on. Okay, you know Oakland A's playing really well. But all right, let's talk about Malcolm. Hold up, hold up. Name two players from the Nationals. Go. Uh, shoot. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's just stop it. Stop. Okay. It. Stop. Let me, let me stop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our first segment that we have. Uh, we have a, I guess, a kind of stack show. We got a couple topics to talk about. I think the first topic that we should talk about that the Lions made some transactions on uh, s- Sunday. So they made a trade and they released a couple of players. So let's get right into that. And then they activated some guys off the COVID nineteen list, which we talked about last episode where they placed him on the list so um as far as they activated they activated uh, everyone besides for safety Jalen elliott the undrafted kid out of notre dame but everyone guys like matthew stafford tj hawkinson kenny galladay amani oroarie aaron sipas they are all back from the COVID 19 list and have returned back with the team and are training with the team at allen park right now so that is a uh, really good sign obviously but now for the cuts and slash trades, the Lions have cut 2019 six-round pick Travis Fulgham, and he actually was picked up by the Green Bay Packers today. Chris Lacey, wide receiver out of Oklahoma State, who's been with this team for the last three years, who we've actually had on the podcast, was cut by the Lions. Joshua Garnett, who was uh, a late, a late acu- or early acquisition back in January, uh, guard, former first-round pick, was cut as well. Christian Sam, who was with the team in the practice squad last year, cut. Jonathan Wynn, who was with the team in the preseason last year, was also cut. And then as far as traded, cornerback Michael Jackson out of the University of Miami, who spent some time with Dallas, spent a little bit of time with Detroit, had him on the podcast, was traded to New England for a seventh-round pick. So a lot of news. And um, I forgot to mention one. Defensive tackle Dylan Mack waved because he failed the physical after a couple days. So the Detroit minimized their roster, didn't sign anyone in to replace these guys like years previous. They just cut ties with them early, and I'm kind of curious, you know, maybe with COVID-19 going on, maybe they want to limit some space in the locker room. Do you think that actually had maybe effect to it? I'm going to start off with Peter on that one. Do you think they limit the roster, maybe had some effect? Actually, by August 16th, I believe it was, they had to be at 80 players, and right now they're at 80 players, so. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so well, that answers. My well, question. technically, they're at seventy nine, but uh, Elia is on uh, what do you call it? COVID. COVID-19. Once they activate, they'll be at eighty. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, uh, any of these names, you know, surprise you by any means? Uh, start off with Malcolm or Pierre. Anyone wants to say anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. I actually had some hopes for Michael Jackson. You know, Michael Jackson was a guy who you know we had him on the podcast and i really liked his length and his speed and i thought maybe he could be one of them dark horse you know guys that could make the roster you know mm-hmm. kind of like one of those diversion stories you know mm-hmm. so i thought he could have been one of those guys and it was kind of disappointing that he didn't even get the opportunity to 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 see what he can do you know what you know in detroit him and also Travis Fulgham, you know you know he him being a draft pick last year i thought maybe there was more to him you know, and me and you talked earlier, you know, about, you know, what happened if he can 
take a step and actually have a solid career. You know, we're yeah. talking about what, what will we do with Marvin Jones. But now that's like pretty much out the question right now with him being out the door with him and also Chris Lacey. You know, him and Chris Lacey's out the door. So now it kind of makes me think like, wow, Jamal Agdu might have a shot to actually make this wide receiver roster. And it's just kind of, it makes me take a step back because like, you know, just saying like, wow, he actually has a shot now. When at one point, like you asked me three weeks ago, I always said he had no shot of making this roster as a wide receiver because I just thought that those guys were just better than him. But now that wide receiver room is getting smaller and smaller, so it just opens the door for him. Yeah, and another guy we forgot to mention was Jerome Allison, who also opted out. You know, that's just another less body in the wide receiver room. And, yeah, like you mentioned, it is giving a better shot to guys like Jamal Agnew, a guy who had an impressive year like Marvin Hall, you know, has a better shot of making the team now. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily any of these surprise me by any means. Maybe Travis Fulgham, I thought they would give him another opportunity. Like you mentioned, him being a draft pick. But didn't really do much to impress, to, to I guess, stick around. So, not too surprising that Michael Jackson was a, a midseason pickup where they picked him off waivers from the Dallas Cowboys, who was their fifth-round pick. So, you know, that is what it is. But uh, not, nothing too crazy shocking to me. Like, I looked through this list, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I could have easily seen these guys not making the team, you know, going into week one. So as far as that, you know, not, nothing too crazy shocking to me. What about you, Pierre? To me, it was Travis Fogum. I don't know if it was necessarily shocking, but I thought they'd give him, like, another chance just because he was, like, a sixth-round pick. He has potential. Um, I feel like they kind of gave up too early, but there was also like report that his agent possibly requested the release just so he get a shot somewhere else. So we'll see. I wish him nothing but the best, though. So yep, for sure, for sure. So um, yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. We we like me and Malcolm mentioned in our wide receiver breakdown. You know, maybe that is a guy that could you know maybe shake some heads a little bit. But you know, obviously he's not going to get the opportunity, and we might see him. You know, he got picked up by the Green Bay Packers, like I mentioned. So <laughs> we might see him. Let me ask you a question: Like, will it hurt if he becomes like a star? Yeah, hundred percent. In in in, 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 in um, Green Bay, hundred yeah. percent. That would Kidding hurt me. <laughs> Even like, if he just man. made like a big catch in a big game, like just versus the Packers, that would hurt me. <laughs> yeah, like wow, like we'll see, man. I want to see his role there. Like if he ever made like a uh, uh, Alan Lazard or like a Jake Kumaro like type player in Green Bay, that would kind of hurt me. Even if he is that type of player, honestly. <laughs> well, the thing is with the Pats, Devin Funches opted out, right? And then I think. Um, yeah, Devin Fun- yeah, my bad Packer. That's what I meant. Funch has opted out, so they were low on wide receivers. Yeah, they were. So. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back to the NFL with NFL Sunny TV. You can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels, so you never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSunnyTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Just use promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSunnyTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And from personal experience, you know, me living in South Florida, the only way I can catch my Lions games is with the NFL Sunday Ticket. So definitely make sure you head over to NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE to save 15% off your subscription. Hey. 
Have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It is the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'll never expect at the prices that you'll never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home deckers, and even cars. How it works? It's like an auction, but every item starts at $0 and it only goes up every cent every time you bid. The kicker is, the auction clocks and restarts after 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, DealDash.com is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of their other discounts. Just go to DealDash.com and use promo code PRIDEPODCAST or DealDash.fm slash Pride Podcast. That's D E A L D A S H dot F M slash Pride Podcast. The Pride Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Alright everybody, story time. Let me tell you about the time I actually cut my balls. Now before I got myself a Manscaped 3.0, I attempted to groom myself and I did it with, try to do it with regular razors. And before I knew it, it happened. It was one of the worst feelings of my life. It felt like I got a paper cut on my balls. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer, the Manscaped. Engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmers ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge somatic blade to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to the Manscaped advanced skin safe technology. The water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light. They've also upgraded to a 7000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your motor loud and proud. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with promo code PRIDEPODCAST at manscaped.com. Again, that's promo code P-R-I-D-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, uh, let's get into our next segment, which is guys that won't be with the Detroit Lions next year. And that is guys who were... Pretty big roles on this team. Tavon Wilson, who was a starting safety for the last four years for the Detroit Lions, announced on Twitter, posted a video announcing that he will not be back in Detroit. And we learned later that day that Ian Rappaport tweeted that he got hosted by the Indianapolis Colts for a physical and an interview. So we'll see how that goes. We haven't heard anything on that front yet. And then the same day as well, we saw another former Detroit Lion defensive tackle, Mike Daniels, um, to meet with Cincinnati, you know, for another physical as well to see if he's all good. And, you know, reports were if the physical goes well, he, he will be most likely a Cincinnati Bengals. So, um, you know, guys like me and Malcolm were pushing the table for potentially a return of Mike Daniels, a guy that, 
you know, our defense tackle room is really weak right now. You know, we, we need some a, a bunch of help right there right now. It's very inexperienced or, you know, just not enough talent or, yeah, enough talent there yet. So, you know, we have a room guys like Danny Shelton, Deshaun Han, who, you know, still kind of unproven, hasn't shown he can be consistent enough yet, dealing with some injuries last year. Nick Williams kind of just came onto his own last year after like six years. And then, you know, the list just gets, you know, even tinier. You got a, a seventh-round pick or a sixth-round pick in John Penasini, who has not played a snap in the NFL yet. John Atkins opted out of the season. Kevin Strong was okay. So, I mean, the room is really weak right now, and we thought maybe this could be a potential reunite with Mike Daniels. And, you know, now it looks like that's not going to happen. You know, it looks like that's done, that, that wish is done. So um, I'll start off with Pierre. You know, do any of these – and, you know, neither of these two guys, you know, shock you that Detroit didn't even show any interest maybe this offseason? Well, I liked Tavon Wilson. Like, before free agency started, I thought he'd be back. But then they went out and signed uh, J. Ron Curse, and they traded for Dron Harmon. So it kind of, like, closed the door for him. And then regarding Daniels, I thought he'd come back. He said he was interested in coming back. Just, I guess, didn't happen. One thing I'll say, though, like, a defensive lineman that's out there that's on the market Marcel Darius actually uh, fits the scheme perfectly, played for Bo Davis at Bama. So he's a name to watch. I don't know how like the physicals and tryouts work right now with COVID. It's kind of tricky. Yeah, 100%. Um, so Malcolm, me and you were a big Mike Daniels stands. So <laughs> I'm oh, interested man. to hear from you, man. You know, does this hurt a little bit? Yeah, man, it does. It, it actually does hurt. And, and the reason why I say that is because it's really tough to find players that want that, that that really want to play in Detroit. And Mike Daniels was a guy that he said, "Yes, I want to go back to Detroit." He wanted to be here. So I just thought that was just like something that just had to happen. You know, he went off on a bad, you know, bad taste in his mouth last year because he barely got to do anything because of he was hurt and he was in, and he was injured most of the year. And I think he had a lot to prove to himself the fans that he still got it and I, you know you see his workout tapes that you know he looked like a guy that could be healthy right now and for them not even to bring him in test him out you know can't body something you know i thought you know really thought that he could have been a really big piece to this this front that we have because right now you look at the death and it's, it's not good i mean a lot of people are banking on a six and seven round pick but shit if nick williams go down we're totally screwed like up front up front not gonna be we ain't gonna have a big like we we lost john atkins to covid what other big body do we have do 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 we have another big body i mean now you're looking at you're you're banking on a seven round pick and guys seven six and seven round pick i mean the chances of you making the roster is not not great i mean i'm hoping these guys make the roster but he could be in the practice squad as far as we know no, 100%. Uh, no, the, the, this room is really bad right now. It's really bad, the defensive tackle room. And that's kind of leading up to my next question. You know, this team has to make a move at that room. You, you would think so, right? They have to. We, we, we lack depth. I mean, one guy goes down. If, if knock on wood, Shani, Sh- Danny Shelton goes down, we're fucked. We have we our <laughs> nose tackle. Yeah. Uh, John Penasini. John Penasini, but you know, <laughs> bank on a seventh-round pick? Well, right now it's him. That's all I that's who I mean, would be, I'm that, that's not somebody who I want to bank on. You don't want to put your faith on a six or seven round pick to be that immediate backup guy who they may not even be ready for pro level, pro football yet. Right. You know, they might need to go to the practice squad. You know, they may need to learn the playbook. They they may not just be ready. You know, I'm not saying these guys are not going to be great players yeah. or good players, or they might not. You know, I'm not saying that they're not going to be you know key roles, key guys in the future. 
Right. But they may just not be ready year one. And if something happens to Danny Shelton right now, I know everybody's like, oh, get Griffin, get Griffin, get Griffin. Griffin can't play uh, defensive tackle. What What are we going to do if something happens to Danny Shelton? Well, you do have you have uh, Deshaun Hand. I mean, he's not a nose tackle, but like Deshaun Hand needs to stay healthy this year. Um, you have Flowers who could also slide in inside. Uh, so we have a I lot mean, of guys that's rushing the passer, and that's great. Right. But who, who, what knows, what run stuffing guy do we have if Danny Shelton goes down? And Not it, much, bro. It'd probably I mean, be like a Kevin Strong or something like that. I mean, you look Kevin at the Vikings, Strong? right? He wait, he's not big enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. Yeah, like, you look at the Vikings. They lost Michael Pierce. He opted out this season. So, I mean, they don't really have much there right now either. It's just you have to kind of just go with what you have. There's not much on the market either. Like, there, there is there Marcel Darius, but he's had injury issues, and he's I think he's 31 years old or 30 years old. Got the exact age, but yeah. I mean, it's even- a little tricky. To even go further on that, you guys are mentioning the nose tackle position. I mean, the three tech role is even a big question mark right now. Like I mentioned, yeah. Nick, Nick Williams has had six good games in his career. Six good games in his career. It all came last year after Akeem Hicks went out for an injury, and he was playing alongside guys like Eddie Goldman and Khalil Mack. And he had well, a good year. To be fair, though, he hasn't really been given a chance. When he was given a chance, he balled out. So I think like he, he could ball here, too. I just, I don't know, man. It, I, I'm a little hesitant on it. You know, I can't just bank on him to be a full-time starter right now. I, I can't. I just got to see it first. I think he could be solid. And then just the same thing with Deshaun Hand. Like, I think he could be good, but, you know, staying healthy and being on the field is huge as well. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, both positions right now are very iffy to me. The nose tackle position, I like Danny Shelton a lot. I think he could be a really good player. But, like you mentioned, the depth behind it is so questionable at that point because we're banking on a six-round pick, John Pinassini, to be that next guy up if something happens. So, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's kind of a disaster to me, honestly. I mean, I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think Detroit really put much into it this offseason, honestly. Like, I, yeah, they went out and signed Danny Shelton. Yeah, they went and signed Nick Williams. But you look at the draft, I mean, they essentially almost ignored it. I mean, they picked up some guys late round and then – I don't know, man. I just didn't really invest much into the position. I thought this would be a prime position to get a guy that knows the, the system already. Obviously, in a COVID year where, you know, you're losing valuable time like OTAs. You didn't have a, a true OTAs in person. So I thought this was a perfect opportunity to bring a guy like Mike Daniels, who already knows the system and already knows the scheme, obviously, and just would have kind of fit like a glove and maybe limit his snaps. And maybe he could be, you know, someone solid for this team. So... I don't know. It's a big question right now for this defensive tackle room right now, and I think they have to make a room uh, a move before the season starts. I just don't think you could roll with these guys going into the year. Well, Tyler, if you make a move, like who's out there? There's like Marcel Darius. Then then who? Like there's not much out there. No, I mean you're. I mean you're not wrong, <laughs> and that's yeah. uh, that's Detroit. I mean they, they like I mentioned almost. I don't want to say ignored it, but like they didn't put enough effort into it. If that if that makes sense. I mean, it's not just Detroit, too. Like, a lot of teams are in the same situation. I mean, we're, we're lucky we have our starters. Some teams lost their starting defensive linemen, so. Yeah. yeah like, they opted out or they're injured. Because, yeah. like, Ashawn Robson, I believe, is on the uh, on NFI, right? Yeah. He has a heart he, issue. He's got, and then he's got Michael some bad Pierce. Issues right now. No tackle for the Vikings opted out, who's a really good player. Yeah. Um, so, like, you're just fortunate right now that our guys are, are in and they're not hurt and just hope for the best, I guess. I mean, I was saying this before COVID even happened. I didn't like this room before, so right. Yeah, you you did. You yeah. Did. So, <laughs> like I mean, with the guys that's that's out there, like who's a realistic, realistic option of us bringing in? Nobody wants Griffin. 
I think besides Marcel Darius, I don't think there's really much out there. Yeah, but if I'm Marcel Darius, though, I'd want to start somewhere, right? Like, I don't want to be a backup. But you're getting a prime opportunity here as well. I mean, if one guy goes down, you're a starter. Or you're getting good snaps. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, whoever they bring in is going to get good snaps regardless. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. So you guys think that he would be the most realistic option in Detroit? Like, what what's the chances of us getting? I know everybody wants to know. Griffin. Griffin. <laughs> I don't Griffin. know. I mean, I don't know. Everybody what's going wants on with him. him. Everybody I, wants him. I just don't see it happening, honestly. I, I I see Everson Griffin going to a team that needs a defensive end. You know, a true pass rusher. Seattle. Or, yeah, that's that was New York. First, that was the first team that came into my mind was Seattle. Like the Jets with New York. I mean, Seattle just has it right now. Like you just sign or you just traded for Jamal Adams. You're obviously playing with Russell Wilson uh, on the offense. Like the team is just there, man. So if I'm Everson Griffin, yeah, I'm choosing Seattle. You know, you need a pass Seattle. rush. Jadavian Clowney's out of the question right now in Seattle, as of right now at least. Yeah, right. I'm go- I'm going to Seattle if I'm Everson Griffin. <laughs> let, let, let me ask: would, would Griffin be a good fit in Detroit as far as scheme wise? Yes, it would have to be yeah. adjusted. You know, I, I don't think you could run what Detroit was running last year. Uh, typical, like, not a typical 3-4, but, you know, a jack linebacker, one hands in the dirt, defensive end, because you already got that guy already right now with Trey Flowers. So, I mean, unless they're willing to switch up the front, which maybe they are, I mean, and go more multiple 4-3 front, have two hands in the dirt defensive end, then, yeah, obviously it could work. But uh, as far as Patricia, his time in Detroit so far, I mean, he hasn't done that. So it would have to be adjusting and switching the scheme up a little bit. So if they're willing to switch the scheme up, then yeah, hell yeah, it could work. Not necessarily switch the scheme up. Like if you want, like on third down, you could slide Flowers inside and put Griffin on the outside. Not switch it, but adjust. You have to adjust a little bit. Right. I mean, you got to like, you got to like adjust your personnel always. So, yeah. So, yeah. So you're looking at him more as a third down player, putting him in on third downs only. Um, I mean, he's like 32, right? He's... Has he's dealt with injuries? I'm pretty sure, right? Well, he missed I some mean, time because of the yeah. mental uh, illness he had. Mental, mental yeah, health he's, he's had some issues. So, I mean, he he could start, but like you probably want to rotate him in there. You don't want him to play every snap. You kind of want to keep the guys fresh. I mean, like, what will be a situation that he would start? I mean, he wouldn't be the Jack linebacker. That no. that's for sure. No, he's um, a down defensive we, end. Exactly. Or, we we don't play a, a traditional. We don't play a three or uh, uh, four three. So. When I'm looking at Griffin, I'm looking like where, where on offense? Yeah, he could play. Work? He'll come off the edge. Defense, um, like like I said, you could slide yeah, flowers defense. inside. Flowers is versatile, and you could put him in. Uh, no, that that's just a that's that's like a third and long situation. You're talking about a passing situation. Yeah. I mean, even if you want, like on first or second down, Flowers is a great run defender, right? If you want, you could put Flowers. Not on a guard in the center. I, I, I just, I, I just <laughs> think it messes up the whole point of signing Trey Flowers. Like you paid him all that money to not even use his best ability. You know what I mean? And Griffin, can Griffin play inside? I'm not, I'm not sure to be honest. I mean, um, he didn't really do much of it in Minnesota. He was always on the outside with Daniel Hunter. It, right. it just would be so tough to. I think it's just wishful thinking. I think Detroit fans are just sick of seeing Everson Griffin on the other side and then playing him (laughs) twice a year. I think that's really all it is, honestly. Like, they just see him destroy us and they just want him. Like, there's not really much to it. And, I mean, I'm not trying to hear say anything, but we saw a video on YouTube of uh, uh, Gridiron Blitz. He went to Patricia's house or something like that for a DoorDash delivery. Before you you start this, man, shout out to Gridiron Blitz. Shout out. Shout out to Gridiron Blitz for the effort and the hard work he's been putting yes, in trying to get Griffin yes, to Detroit. Yes. This guy, 
he had a, he has a, a, apparently talked to Patricia. Yeah. He had a long conversation talking to Patricia. <laughs> he accidentally went to his house um and delivered <laughs> the wrong food. That's how this whole conversation started. Like if you see the video on YouTube, go watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> he is super excited. It looked like a kid that just came from Disneyland. He's like, I talked to Patricia <laughs> And he said he wants Everson Griffin. <laughs> and then his conversation was like that like he pretty much was like <laughs> that Patricia was like, Yes, I want him too. So that got him hyped. And then so, it, it just kind of started a trend after that. So I I think that's yeah. all it is, honestly. I don't think there's really much to it. <laughs> I mean I I'm just I, I'm the whole time I'm just trying to think like okay, if we get him, wh- like I'm, I'm just trying to where it, will we put him? It'd be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun to have him. He'll be a big name, a big name signing. It'll give the fans hope. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, where would you put? We sub him with Trey Flowers on certain pla- yeah, packages. I, I guess I, I, I don't know. I think it would just have to be adjustment to the multiple to the defensive line and just switching it up a little bit. I don't know, and, man. And, and how much money would he want? Uh, maybe eight because to, to play to be limited. I mean, shit. Mike Daniels money maybe of last year. He better be trying to take a discount if we're limiting him. If he can't start, if he can't play down one through three at least, I don't, I don't know. know. I think there's other teams that need him more than Detroit does right now. Yeah, honestly, and I feel the same way. I mean, I, I'm just being honest. His his use could be better fit elsewhere. It'd be and fun though. It would be fun to have him. But I just don't know where we put him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's just wishful thinking, honestly. W- would he be an upgrade over Trey Flowers? No. 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 No, absolutely not. And so, then, um, then what's the point of the Trey Flowers thing at that point? So, yeah, well, no. you look at Detroit, like, who's behind Flowers? Romeo Aquara? And then what do you have after that? Like, at defensive end? You don't I have mean, much, uh, right? Deshaun Hand could play according, according to the, the depth chart, I mean, or the roster, it looks like all those guys just look like it's Austin Bryant. It looked like it could be Julian Okora. Well, right, right now, right now Brian, Brian is hurt again. I think he's on, like, is a pup ran a five. He is. But because we can't even see preseason, I don't even know how they're lining these guys up right now. I'm I'm still confused on how they're doing things because they have guys who are edge rusher, jack linebackers, who are linebackers listed as defensive end, and they have guys who are defensive end listed as linebackers. I'm confused. I just want to see how it looks, and I was really hoping that we get a good look at it in preseason, but it looks like that is not going to happen. So I just I just don't know. I mean, yeah, the death. I think the death completely on the the line is just ass. It's not good. Like we're one injury away from being a team that can't put pressure on the quarterback at all. Mm-hmm. I just think that's the situation that we have right now. Yeah, Malcolm. I do believe on August sixteenth or seventeenth. I forgot what day. The Lions are actually going to have their uh, training camp virtual, so you'll be able to watch it online. You will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we will. We will. Shout so out that, to the Detroit that, Lions. That, yeah, shout out to the Detroit Lions. Is, is all the teams doing that? Or is that just no, Detroit? I just heard the Lions doing it. I mean, so we're, we're obviously more connected with the Lions. So we know more about that, but they're the first thing I've ever heard is doing this. So we're five days away. It's, it's, it's August 15th, I, I saw, right? August 15th that they're doing that? Sure 15, they 16, afterwards. something like that. Yeah, we're, we're five days away from seeing that, which is awesome. I think that's great. I think that gives the, the fans a look to see what they might, you know, the product that will be on the field. So that's good. August 17th. I just pulled it up. There you go. It's August 17th. Okay, August 17th. So August 17th, yeah. All right. So seven days away. So, yeah. yeah. I think we all agree. Lions need another body at the defensive tackle spot. <laughs> so, <laughs> did, did Marcus Golden ever get signed? It? Get signed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, actually, he, he went he back to the Giants. With New York God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Officially, nobody's out there. All right, guys. That is a wrap to episode 117 of the Pride Podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode where you know football's almost back hopefully at least for now um football's almost back 
we're, what are we like five weeks away four weeks away five weeks five weeks baby five weeks yeah Sweet. Let's go. T- t- texans and chiefs officially a month away so that's crazy oh. so let's go football All let's right. go let's go that's like that Kirk Cousins scene, you know, when he was in Washington. <laughs> so as Kirk Cousins yeah. would say, let's go. Football's back. No college football this year, but the NFL is coming back soon, hopefully. And the Tigers are 9-5, and five, so F all you guys. We're, we're here. All right, peace out, guys. All right, guys. I'm out. Peace. I'm, I'm definitely not quoting Kirk Cousins. So, yeah, I'm just out, okay? I'm out. Um. Well, to be soon. fair with Kirk, he's like he's from Michigan, so like we we can no like, Michigan State though Michigan State. Oh yeah, we don't. We, I don't yeah, like Michigan yeah, State. Nah, so nah, yeah, nah. I mean, go blue. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Michigan. It is what it is, guys. Nine and five Tigers. All right, that's the end. All right, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Bye. Peace. All right, all right, guys. Peace out. are coming back and so are your chances of on your favorite teams and events major league baseball is finally kicking off this week so there is no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners bet online check out the odds features and even prop bets all available 24 7 and with the return of sports bet online sat down with former pro players eddie george harold reynolds and seven-time nba champion robert horry See what they had to say on what it would be like playing without fans in the series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for your odds and up-to-date news on sports. Remember, use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.